Well, our moms think we're funny. Hey everyone, this is Turk182. I'm a Comey. And with us uh, still is... Howdy, uh, howdy, howdy, it's all 225 <laughs> And uh, generic. Alright, and so... uh, <clears throat> this time around, we are... Uh, <clears throat> this is actually a, an idea that was... Uh, this is my idea, wasn't it? Was it? I, I, then I, yeah, maybe? yes. Yeah, yeah that sounds, well, it sounds like, yeah. Okay. Well, okay, you presented it to me. You're right. So <laughs> he may have presented it to you first. And then I'll take credit for it. <laughs> I'll, I'll try uh, to... We covered it in the last thing, that sexual harassment, if you pass along. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> against, <laughs> against Akomi, so. There we go. You just, you just got topic harassed. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was trying to think of, because uh, if it was a topic you had, um, had come up with or not, but yeah. So, uh, so <clears throat> we were talking about, or, you know, uh, Akomi and I had had a conver- uh, conversation about, uh, about the whole James Gunn taking over the DCEU and, uh, you know, and how he's, you know, like a bunch of movies that were slated to come out or, you know, they had talked about like now they're like, they're, they're not happening. So, there's not going to be a sequel to Black Adam, which really pissed off The Rock, which kind of made me stop being a, a fan of The Rocks. I mean, I mean, it wasn't just that. It's just that, like, he carries himself off as being this kind of, like, guy of the people, and I'm just an ordinary Joe, and, like, you know, look at me. But but once you get to a certain, like, point, you know, like, in your celebrity status, like, that shit stops being true, you know, like. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. (laughs) Like, there's a difference between being, like, famous and being, like, a super, superstar that's, like, recognized the world over. And, and, like, he just, like, kind of more over, he was just kind of, like, seemed like more of, like, like, I can do whatever, whatever the hell I want to because I'm the rock kind of, like, mentality was kind of creeping in. So, uh, but yeah, he was really pissed off about Black Adam and all that. And then, um, then he said that, you know, there's not gonna. They already. There was already a canceled Wonder Woman because um, because um, the uh, was it Patty Jenkins left the project. She's like they don't understand my vision. Like after Wonder Woman 1984, like nobody understands your vision. <laughs> <laughs> the first one was so good too. It was good to a point. It was one of the better DC movies at the time. Except for my my main part. We talked about this in the podcast. Is that like like Wonder Woman? Like oh man, like. Dick, that's all I needed in my life. Like, <laughs> and like, I get Dick once, and it's the best thing ever. And I can't want to have stag kidding. Like, I'm gonna pine over this guy for the next like three or four decades because that one guy's dick was so good. But like, <laughs> yeah, but she gets over me? it in 1984 when he throws her down the stairs, <laughs> <laughs> or when it's 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 weirdly his spirit possessing another dude. Yeah, like, so that was kind of rare. That was. Weird. It wasn't Ray because the other guy wasn't even there. She just used his body. Yeah, using his body is literally rape. (laughs) No, I'm saying like like he was like his mind wasn't there. It's not like it's not like like a like a Beatrix Kiddo thing. Like she just so it's not rape if I knock him unconscious first. No, yeah, Yeah. no. What happened is both of them raped that poor guy. Like he used his body to have sex with somebody else. She used that. No. They were I'm, both raping that poor innocent dude. Okay, I'm sorry, you know, maybe I just see it differently because the guy really wasn't like. I mean, I don't know where his consciousness went, but his consciousness was not there. It was just his body. But you know what? Fine. These guys, Gal Gadot, they don't want you raping them. I'm okay with you raping me. Just no dildos. 
I don't think it's really possible because I would always consent with Gal Gadot. <laughs> oh, but you wouldn't consent with Wonder Woman. What? She is Wonder Woman. No, I'm worried she might get one of those kinkle cramps and I might lose something. <laughs> oh, God. That'd, that'd be a hell of a way to go. I'd... Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, she's Wonder Woman, so she wouldn't feel you anyway. She wouldn't. I mean, fucking bullets bounce off of her, man. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. What do you think your wiener's gonna do? <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, you're gonna go to mushroom stamp her and break your dick. <laughs> the crack. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I mean, so anyway, so like, there's like Shazam: Fury of the Gods. Like that comes out. That's done. When the, whenever the Flash movie finally comes out, that's it. Um... <laughs> The, what's the, the, really the, which I guess they're theorizing that they're going to use the Flash movie to reboot the whole thing. That's what they're going to do timey wimey BS to reboot the whole thing. I mean, in theory, who knows? But yeah, I mean, there's another movie the, that's coming out. Uh, the Aquaman, uh, the next Aquaman yeah. is done I was too. Told he wasn't too happy about the whole reboot thing either. Well, I guess that really depends because the rumor is he's supposed to be playing Lobo. So oh, well, that's yeah, cool. yeah, he does that's cool. true. And yeah. and the, and he's he has come out and said I'm always going to be Aquaman too. Yeah, like he did that like last week or so. Yeah, because right? he he was very adamant. He was like, yeah, I'm I might play somebody else in the DC view, but I'm always going to be Aquaman. Yeah, and like you always remember I'm, first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm with that. Like I know the DCEU had problems. Oh, it had a lot that. of development <laughs> problems. A very Terrible uh, attempt at cohesion. Well, they were kind of behind and, the eight ball because Marvel got such a head start on them. Yeah, th- but that see that to me has always been my problem with the direction that they went is they thought they had to compete with Marvel. Mm. It's a different, it's a different environment. It's a different method of storytelling. These people, these executives up on the top, are just looking down as these are just comic book mo- money making movies. Mm-hmm. Well, this is printing like, money. It's a sort of mentality. Yeah, and they're like, well, Marvel makes them this way. That's what we need to do. But we need to d- differentiate ourselves from it. It's like it was already different. Like the comics were already tonally different. Yeah. So like, I know, I mean, you have very different views on these movies. Like, yeah, I, I like my movies more lighthearted and fun, so I like the Marvel movies. You like yeah. that more serious, uh, Joker's a psychopath kind of movie. Yeah, I mean. Well, I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you've had, like, you've got tons of Batman cartoons, right? Batman yeah. cartoons all the time. You had how many different Superman-type series from, like, the current Superman series to Lois and Clark to Smallville to... In this yeah. crappy Superboy series from the 80s, like, every, and his origin is always the same. It's always the same. It never changes. Batman's origin is always the same. The only person you really don't know is Wonder Woman. Okay. Island full of, of like, Amazons. And a different father, every story. Uh, and, like, and she's, and she was born of clay. Like, I mean, you mean, I mentioned that part. It's just, just an island full of Amazons. And she's super strong because she's from the gods. Bang! That's her origin. Like you don't have to say anything more about yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't need to be any more complicated. Than but that. I mean, you can you can do a movie like they did, um, like they did Spider Man with uh, Homecoming. Yeah, like, yeah, where they just skipped it. They're like, right. you already know these characters. You, right, exactly. Yeah. Like, at, at what and, point is I, it that they're cultural icons? Like everybody knows exactly. Like, like so who doesn't know who Superman is? Now that being said, one of my favorite parts about the Zack Snyder vision. Was the initial like way he portrayed Krypton at the beginning? See, I like that like, part. They like they slammed a lot at you in that first like twenty minutes. Yeah. Like you got you got slammed with a lot, but it was like 
you could tell like there was so much packed into there that like the original like Christopher Reeves Superman's you know you love some of them you hate some of them but the way they portrayed Krypton as being like this utopian. crystal bound utopian everybody's just like oh we couldn't figure it out no. but I mean, like that didn't really resonate with me at all but the way they Zack Snyder did it that resonated hard like that was that was a civilization on the brink of destruction. Right. Like they've reached they, their apex and they're yeah, kind of on a downward slope. Yeah, exactly. And it's and like like you get you want to have this idea that like once a once a species reaches that point that they're all zen and everyone willingly accepts their fate except for the one that we're gonna the one child that we're gonna send to Earth with zero context whatsoever. You know, whatever. Like, no. That chaos, that's how a planet dies. You know, I always had issues with the whole Superman story. Krypton was this advanced alien civilization, but every one of their race was on Krypton? Well, not... They didn't go space-faring? Not Paul. Paul wasn't on Krypton. Paul? Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, okay, I'll oh, Paul, the okay, no, 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 no. So this is something I said to I said to Comey like last week, and I told him I was going to do the story about uh, Paul, the last Krypton. Uh-huh. So when Krypton exploded, Paul was on like another planet, like uh, like he was on like Thanagar or something on vacation, and then Krypton exploded, and then the Thanagarians like, oh my god, you're the last Kryptonian, and it's like you're the last one. So they start treating him like like he's special because he's like he you know he's he's like the last of his kind, and then. Like, 30 years later, Superman appears on Earth, and it's like, wait a minute, you're not the last Kryptonian after all, there's another one. Like, we've been giving you all this free shit and treating like a god, we want our money back. So, <laughs> so then, Paul, he's like, I can't pay you guys, I don't have money. So he's like, the only way I can make this right is if I go to, to Earth and I kill Superman, then I will be the last Kryptonian, and I won't have to pay them back. <laughs> So that's my story See, I did for Paul the Last Kryptonian. And, and you know what? That's genius to me. Like, I think that's amazing. Like, you already have all of the Superman lore and all stuff out there. Just do a story like that. Just give me something weird and episodical like that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm super down for that. Like, so... So to the meat of the discussion of like how this more ideal reboot scenario should happen. Oh, hold on. Before you do that, I want to say though, you were everything you're talking about, the beginning of Krypton. Yeah. Like that set up the perfect villain. I love like General Zod in the, in the, in the, the Dick Donner movie, right? That he's, he's great, but he's just like, He's like, I'm pissed off because you imprisoned me for doing some bad shit. Well, we don't even know what he did. It was just some bad shit. And so I'm going to get revenge, right? On, yeah. you know. On someone, on Superman who had literally nothing to do with it. Right. Yeah. It's like. <laughs> yeah. It was his dad. Yeah. And with Terrence Stamps, like his, his accent, like, and I'm not joking. It took me the longest time to figure out what he was saying when he was like the son of Al Jayla. And I'm like, who's Al Jayla? And it's like. And so it was like, our jailer. And I was like, oh! And it was like, I'm thinking to myself, who the hell's Al Jayla? The son of Al Jayla. Like, his dad's name was Jorel. It wasn't Al Jayla. Pronunciation problem. Yeah, so, but, but, but then you come to the Zack Snyder one, right? Which I'm not a huge fan of. It's got a lot of things in the beginning I'm not, uh, I'm not cool with, but, like Zod was a great villain, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. See, my problem wasn't Zod. My problem was the characters of Jonathan and Martha Kent. That's where most of my issues stem from. 
What, am I supposed to let him die? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I, I, I mean, I, I agree that, like, it was weird to do it that way. I understood what he was going for, though. Yeah. He wanted to create that division between hide who you are and proudly stand in front of the world to make sense of why, you know, we didn't hear about this kid when he was 12 years old and could lift school buses out of a out of a lake, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though everybody like, knew who he was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was a small town. Urban legends. Like, they kind of explain... They explain it away a bit, but... And I get Hollywood explain away bull, yeah. bullshit, but but I mean, you just they, gotta go to the IHOP. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they at least like tried to convey like that type of a, of a distortion. The, my thing is is like I don't think doing that works very well in a movie setting. Like you don't have enough time to tell the story properly. Really. Yeah. So you know, you, and you know, you know, they fucking resented that dog for like the rest of that dog's life. Like, you see, you, my dad, you, my dad. (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I mean, let's, let's also not like, like, just forget about the fact that, I mean, that whole scene right there was just stupid from its outset. Yeah. (laughs) Cause like, so, so tornadoes happening, you're going to, you're going to bother to close the car doors to lock the dog into the car. Like, why do you, like, if you're stepping out of your car in a traffic jam and there's a gigantic tornado coming, why are you bothering to close the doors on your car to begin with? Right. Like, right there, that's where it starts going off the rails. He didn't go out there. He could just play it off. But his dad went out there instead? Yeah. And then, yeah, because he was like, no, if you go out there, then maybe someone will figure out that you have superpowers. But if you go out there, you die. Yeah. For the dog. For the dog. Like, if that was the scenario, like, my genuine thing would have been, Jonathan Kent would have been like, let the dog die. Right. Every child needs to contend with their dog dying at some point. Yeah. So that's that's the nice, easy Earth life lesson that well, plus, Dad gets to teach Clark. Yeah, plus he's a but, farmer, so that would absolutely be his attitude. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, no, what I'm going to tell you is hide your powers. Don't let anyone know. Don't save anyone. Let people die. Now watch while I go kill myself yeah. to save a dog. Like that's like one of my biggest issues with that movie. Like that was very like ill placed. But I want to see the I want to see, I want to see the director's cut where he comes home and he finds a dead dog in bed with his mom and everything. And, and like and then the dog's like going to work the next day. He puts on a hat and a jacket. <laughs> Your dad risked his life for me, so I got to make things right. <laughs> I don't know a lot of people got mad about Superman killing Zod at the end of the movie, but Superman never. Took a vow of non-killing. That was Batman. Yeah. yeah. Superman doesn't like to I kill, mean, but he will kill. He will yeah. if he has to. And plus, and, this was and the, I mean, the Superman and that made that ha- vow. Yeah, and he didn't have other options in the context of that particular story. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in, in other stories, like, he's got the option of, like, you know, where he's got the whole Fortress of Solitude set up. He can trap people in the Phantom Zone. He's got his own Phantom Projector. That's really interesting like, as well, too. Yes, oh, it yeah. is. But oh, yeah. Another... Fucking tell Monel. <laughs> Monel, the Daxamite that, you know, came to Earth. And he thought he was, he was saying he was from Krypton. And then because the Daxamites are, um, uh, they're, uh, uh, lead. 
Yeah. Um, kills him in his leaden air, so he slowly started getting like weak and started dying. And he's like, I don't have a cure for this, so I'm gonna put you in the phantom zone where you won't age and where I've locked up all the criminals. Yeah. So when you get there, <laughs> tell me your friend of Superman's, right? And, and then when I find a cure, I'll free you. You know when he frees him? In like the 26th century, when he's like, like the fucking Legion of Superheroes. That's when he frees him. So Monel's in the phantom zone with all the criminals, right? Getting his ass beat in prison for like the next like 20 centuries, right? Until he finds a cure. Well, that's the thing about the Phantom Zone. You can't interact with anybody. You can see them, but you can't touch them or interact with them. That's even worse. I mean, that's... you guys just threatening me for the rest of my life. I'm going to kick your ass if I can touch you. Yeah. <laughs> just pantomiming a bunch of dire threats. Yeah. <laughs> so, Superman, when he puts him in there, he's like, okay, first thing you need to do is say, fuck Superman, I burnt down an orphanage. Just get some credit when you first Yeah, like, they just beat the first, like, guy in the Phantom Zone you can find. <laughs> like, no, you can't dominant. beat him, because you can't touch him, so he's got to talk shit. Dominant. <laughs> well, so that that's kind of, and, I mean, when you start off on that kind of a shaky ground, like, I, I guess I'm coming to terms with, like, I still enjoyed the DC movies, but I'm at terms with the fact that, like, okay, it's, the foundation's too floppy, and you need to restart. Yeah, I mean, so, you, you, really, you really did have to, like, you had to, like, okay, I like this movie, but I have to ignore these things right here. Mm-hmm. And then I like this movie, but I can't ignore the same things I like that movie. I have to ignore a whole bunch of different you have things. To ignore a bunch <laughs> of different things, and then... And then Suicide Squad came out. And I was like, oh god! And Suicide Squad came out again. And then it's it came not a out. Sequel, but it's not the same. But it's got some of the same characters, but not all of the same characters. And <laughs> it's the same excuse. premise, but it's a little different this time. And and just uh, an excuse to see Margot uh, Margot. Uh, yeah, Margot Robbie, Robbie yeah. be a slutty, crazy person. Yeah, which is but, great. I love that. <laughs> it's wonderful. I hate you know, that they actually see Schwartz in the first movie. To be longer. <laughs> Actually, they only did that for the uh, for the trailer they showed at Comic Con. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. only for that they made it. They made him longer to cover her ass, but in the actual movie, they didn't just for the Comic Con thing. Okay, <laughs> I thought some people was watching the movie was like, "Wow, they must have been ridiculous." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, so but, so so, we're, so so if we were in in James Gunn's shoes, we're gonna reboot yeah. this. Like, how would you do that? Nick Cage is right. Superman. Nick Cage is Superman. The one we all needed and never got. That's it. No. I <laughs> I I really like Henry Cavill as Superman. You can't have him. We got I, a Warhammer. No. I want him back. No, he's ours now. The worst thing James Gunn did was say no to like Henry Cavill is a fucking treasure. He is. And yeah, but he's our treasure now. No. <laughs> I, I, I hate to be the bringer of bad news, but that series is going to flop. <laughs> it is going to flop. You know that, right? I can have hope. You can, but it's misplaced, and it will flop. You Warcraft. know that in your heart. Warcraft the movie. Warhammer. Warhammer. No, I'm just saying. I'm just afraid. But Warcraft the movie. Yeah. There was a movie? Oh, yeah, yeah there yeah. was. There was a Warcraft yeah. movie, yeah. yeah. And yeah. it was directed by the David Bowie's son. Who is a good director? He did the movie Moon yeah, with Sam Rockwell. Yeah, and but yeah, Warcraft. Oof. Yeah, I never saw it. I, uh, I, I mean, I didn't see it. I've had the DVD for. I years. mean, for you. But the thing is, Henry Calvert's going to be producing it, and he's a huge fan. Well, that's fine. That's also, Warhammer is a niche group, and success so in are comic books technically. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's more people know of Batman. They know of Warhammer. Yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, that, that's what I'm saying is like, <laughs> if you were tr- like, fan projects are great for the fans, but you can't expect like, well, you're not going to, you're not going to launch a Warhammer uni- cinematic universe. That's what he wants to do. I know it's what he wants to do, but there's never going to be enough money for it. Mm. Like that, it's not going to be successful enough. You're going to have that Amazon money. <laughs> yeah. Well, Amazon had enough money, but yeah. you know, yeah, then, then came Rings of Power. So, yeah. Oh, and now they figure out, oh, wait, failure is something that we're capable of. <laughs> yeah. No, even right. Rings of Power. No, so, so anyways, so, so yes, my Amazon I, Prime goes up by another $100 next year. It's all going to be for Henry Cavill. Thanks. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't keep Henry Cavill. You can have Liam Hensworth. I don't want Liam Hensworth. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants Liam Hensworth. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but no, we we get Cavill back. Like, I, 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 I think we. I think we need like we need the the Justice League to be like the centerpiece of the DC. Who are they getting to like, play Batman now? I kind of like. I still like Ben Affleck Batman. <laughs> yeah, and, he, he was and, the best Batman. <laughs> and I mean, I like. Well, okay, I didn't know that I was going to have so many people that immediately agreed with me on that. <laughs> like, no, I really I liked. Like he's got ba- enough screen time to be bat, like to be definitive Batman. Y- yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. I think I would like to see. I would like to see a lot more. Um, a lot more. Uh, uh, Batman stuff with him, and I like when they focus on like the technical, the detective Gotta Batman be, uh, work. Guy from the last Batman movie that came out with the guy from Twilight. No, yeah, Pat- yeah, Pattinson. Robert. Yeah, he Pattinson. actually didn't do a bad job. No, no, like you know, he they based a lot of that off of Nirvana, Kurt Cobain. Yeah, I could see that. <laughs> Wait, shot himself. Doesn't <laughs> surprise me. No, Courtney Love shot him. <laughs> <laughs> you never paid attention. And Courtney Love is the Joker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But but yeah no bat definitely Ben Affleck is Batman like keep that run with that give me give me a little bit more Batman but keep him like more like the Justice League version of the Batman which is Batman isn't the one out there fighting the dudes most of the time right. like he does get involved he scares people but yeah he scares people he's and, a deterrent not a yeah yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. very specialized you know keep that I mean Gal Gadot Wonder Woman the first she's movie great. tells us. She is more than capable of doing it as long as she's getting a decent script out of it. Yeah, you know, like like that's fine. Yeah, they did change all the accents of the uh, of the Amazonians because she couldn't pull off an Anana. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, and that and that's that's weird in its own way. But whatever, I don't really care that much. Like, I don't think we need to you know, nitpick the accent. Yeah, she was fine so in Batman v Superman. She was pretty mm-hmm. good in her first movie. It was, yeah, it wasn't a great movie, but it was. It was a very Marvel movie, is the best way I could say it. The first Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Because it even had the cooker, cookie cutter villain at the end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the giant CGI fight at the end. Yeah. All that just stuff. But, yeah, I mean, and that's fine. Like, I, I still like those aspects a lot. Like, I think what should happen is, is Flash movie, butterfly effect something. And mm. these core characters... Like, you can just wipe out the Snyderverse, say that didn't happen, all these core characters 
Just bring them in as the way we know them. So you Don't plus. give me the origin stories again. I know Batman's parents died. I know Superman's planet blew up. So do you want to like flashpoint this where, you know... Yeah, flashpoint. Instead of Bruce Wayne being Batman... No, I don't want and- that flash. Well, <laughs> that's what I want the Flash movie to be. I want him to go back, change something, and at flashpoints he comes back and yeah. freaking... Lex Luthor is Batman and and like weird stuff. I don't think you can do that until you have at least four movies down first, though. Well, I mean, I think I think what you do is like when you flat when you Flashpoint when you do the Flash movie, which I don't even know if it's going to be Flashpoint. I assume it's going to be something along those lines, mm-hmm. but but he go, he goes back, changes something, comes back to the future, and everything's super weird. Yeah. And then he goes back and he tries to fix it and he goes back and he tries to fix it. And finally he gets Ezra something Miller's that's close enough. I, th- I, this is like all the crazy stuff that happened with Ezra Miller. I think he's getting help for, as I understand it. Like, I, like, I, I know he had a lot of like wacky, crazy stuff, but to the best of my knowledge, he didn't do anything that super crossed the line. It was just a lot of questionable stuff. No, he did some shit to cross the line. <laughs> okay, okay, alright. I haven't kept up with it since we did our podcast on him. Yeah. So. yeah okay. we, we, we looked up some shit on him and read the accusations and things and like, you know... Uh, yeah, so he, he, he did some shit to cross the line. Okay. And apparently right. he's not a fan of karaoke. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right. The people were singing karaoke, like through a chair and shit, and like. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, so oh. May- so maybe yeah, you get rid of Ezra Miller. You can do that in the movie too, like make somebody. Like, he just loses his powers at the end, and somebody else is the Flash. Well, that's nice. that's the thing. I mean, with Flashpoint, you assume that he's going to stay a constant, but he doesn't necessarily have to. No, yeah, yeah, I yeah. mean, he, and he he could because if the original Flashpoint when. At the end, which I love Flashpoint all the way up to the end because the end is what created the DC like 52. 52. Um, but, but at the end, he shows up and he's talking to Batman. He's like, uh, he delivers a message for Batman. Yeah, and as he's standing there talking to Batman, his costume changes mm. to the 52 style costume. And then he's like, with something he goes, um, uh, he Batman says something else. He's like, I don't remember. And then that's it. Like, his complete his mind is completely switched over to that new universe. See, I didn't know that happened. And yeah, and and then that was it. So like, um, nice. right? And then and then he was then then that was a new world. So you he could slide into that universe, and his his whole like he's going to be Barry Allen, but like everything about him could change over to a different person, mm-hmm. and he's not even going to be aware of it because once he's been in that universe for a while. Because he's changed everything, he's everything's going to update to him to where like this is how it always was. Mm-hmm. All right, Mister yeah. Generic. Uh, so, what is your ideal for like the first story arc for the James Gunn reboot? Hmm. Like so, what story do so, you want to see first? So we've we have. Um, you understand a lot of movies. We, we've well that that's well, part part of the thing is I what I what I think DC needs to do, and I think they're kind of in the wrong zone here is their series tend to be way more successful than their movies because uh, the animated ones are real. I've always really liked the animated, the animated movies are, are very popular, but I'm saying from, from the live action perspective, I'm kind of, I'm kind of sidestepping out of, out of the animated portions, okay. which it's fine for me. If they wanted to do a cohesion between animated and live action, mm-hmm. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And nobody yeah. really explores that. Mm-hmm. But they did for a little bit for the Arrowverse. Okay, did they do oh, with an the Vixen Arrow- like online yeah, series? Yeah, the Vixen. They did the whatever Ray or whatever it was. Oh, yeah, I think the problem with that is 
you've got more mainstream people that are going to watch a live action movie than a cartoon. If you make that a part of your continuity, then you're going to lose a bunch of people that aren't going to watch the animated one but, and they're not going to follow to the next movie. But see, ideally what you do is when you create the, when you create a cinematic universe, the fact of the matter is cohesion is going to be a constant uphill battle the more content comes out mm-hmm. i guess because you're gonna have new writers you're gonna have new di- a bunch of different directors you know and having all of those people sit down in a room together and be like okay here are the here are the things that we can't ever touch there there's the things that like no no batman's you can't, parents always die batman but. batman's parents always die you know superman always came from krypton and is the last kryptonian oh. or whatever you know however you like do all of that like it becomes more difficult when you're like okay so the flash did this thing that needs to affect the next superman movie and like when you start putting all that together that's where a series becomes a lot more reasonable because you like what they did with the arrowverse is a great example like love it or hate it it has been a it had been a very large scale with a lot of crossing over that I think does really well. Mm-hmm. So what I would like to see, what I think they should do is a lot more of like the focus on the series and then have big ensemble movies that like just kind of bring one adventure together. Like you have a Superman series, a Batman series. Kind of like they did a Infinite Crisis. Almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like where they do those big crossover events. Only, like, do movies like that. The only thing, problem I see with that is you're asking a lot of people, because if you put a lot of money to a movie, you want to get as many eyes on that as possible. That, but people, if it's coming from a TV series that you don't follow and that, that's got a continuity that's going to lead into the movie, you're, you're going to lose a lot of mainstream people that are going to, not going to watch those series. Like, I, I think what, did it pretty well. They were canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is a movie based on. They ended up getting <laughs> right, but but I mean, but you're not you're not you wasn't like three different Firefly like movies or whatever. They're yeah. all kind of led into one, and then and then you go back to those series, then you come back together again for another movie. Gotcha. You know, okay. like the the thing with the with the Disney Plus that I mean, at first I wasn't really too cool with it, but now I, I get it. Is that yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make this all part of the mainstream continuity, but we know that people are gonna want to see a. They are gonna, not going to focus on a full-length series, so we're going to keep them short, six, eight episodes. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. and then uh, almost, almost like kind of like how the uh, how the uh, the UK does some of their like series. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, here's here's the next like uh, season of this thing. It's only like ten episodes long. It's like yeah, and the then, series and, has been running for twenty seven years. It has twenty seven episodes. Right, exactly. <laughs> and to be clear, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, like the the short run miniseries okay. kind of things, not just not doing full-blown movies for everything and your entire universe is dependent on those full-blown movies because what's going to happen when you do that like disney's showing us right now why you can't do that Mm -hmm. because all these full-blown movies like they they've done so many big things that now have to be taken into account in every other movie Mm -hmm. like they're starting to make these movies extremely superficial and the series is, are extremely superficial. Like, I, I forget, I was watching somebody that kind of pointed this out, how, like, a lot of the problem with the Phase 4 movies is that nothing really changes. No. Like, yeah, every yeah. after everything that happens, all the craziness, they it's, keep it's all... Changes, but nothing yeah, they, yeah, they keep hinting at changes, 
But the points of the movies has been to maintain the status quo. The adventure is to keep everything exactly as it is. And because they've done so much and they've seen like how complicated it gets now, like the Marvel, the Marvel's universe was always like up to time with, with the current, you know, it was mm-hmm. the current year and reasonably current technology. Yeah. There's some fantasy stuff, but eventually they had to get to a point where they're like, okay, well now it's like 10 years in the future and everything's magic. You know, it's like they're, they're having to like, explain away so much mm-hmm. stuff that occurs wow. that it's now to a point where now all the movies are going to have this content that is just superficial. It You're going to watch it and it's going to be like, nothing happened. Like nothing important happened. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hate, and, I hate to say it, but that's kind of, that's kind of been Marvel's thing for like the past 10 or 20 years. They had these big, huge events like civil war and civil war two and this and that, where like, it all leads up to something, and you're like, okay, there's gonna be something happening. It's like, and in the end, um, even with uh, Secret Wars, uh, Secret War three, right? Uh-huh. All this stuff happens, and everything quo. Right, it, right. It's like there's there's no repercussions like, or anything. Oh, Nobody was, dies. Nothing changes. I mean, now, so the first Civil War did it pretty good because for a long time there was the whole entire aftermath of the Civil War they had to deal with. Right, Captain America was dead, and they brought yeah. in Bucky and all that kind of stuff. And then, but but even, I want to tell comic book companies, it's okay to kill characters sometime and keep them dead for yeah like, ever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I think the they can people, just be dead. The only people that will ever truly stay dead is going to be Captain Marvel and Uncle Ben. Yeah, Uncle Ben yeah. will always be that. Yeah, so well, they kind of changed that for the Tom Holland movies. It yeah, was, yeah, it was uh, Aunt May who died and told them. With great power comes great response. Well, it's because Ben's already dead. I mean, yeah, they don't even really bring him up yeah, in the but, series, though. So I, yeah, Ben's well, we not really a factor. He was yeah. never shot or anything like that. Well, he they, just may have left. Yeah, for all, yeah, they, for they, all they we know, hint at, they hint at it in the first movie about like you know her still grieving for it. So it was fairly recent, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm just saying they Maybe. never actually come out and say that though. But right. yeah, like, but I mean, in, into the Spider Verse when the other Spider Men are telling him about it, <coughs> go. Holy shit, me too. Yeah. <laughs> I was responsible for my Uncle Ben's death too. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, that, that leads me to believe that it's not as prominent an event in yeah, and, and I mean, life. But, I mean, and again, that's like kind of the point we started with all of this is we don't need to see Uncle Ben die anymore. Yeah, yeah, We've yeah. seen it plenty of times. It is... It is in the public domain, so to speak. It is in the collective unconscious. It's common knowledge. That Uncle Ben is dead. You yeah. don't have to keep doing this. No. And that's what that the new DC, I hope, is going to encompass. So do you want like the dark brooding DC? Or do you want the I think kind of like shinier? I think it should be as colorful as the DC universe itself. You've got the dark broody stuff. Uh-huh. You've got the truth, justice, and the American way stuff. <laughs> You, I want it both. I want those things so to you want to see like a detective movie. You want to see an action adventure movie. You want to see a horror movie. Yeah, it's all yes. in the same universe. Yes. Okay. yes. Okay. I, I want them to awesome. exist together. I think that's the perfect way to do it, which is exactly the way the comics and everything yeah. did it. Like, it's the way the, the a lot of the series did it. Or Have you guys seen... Could just do Legends of the DC superheroes. That's just a bunch of just random stories and <laughs> just just like terrible terrible cheap shitty costumes and people. Oh, the, that stage. thing, that <laughs> thing. Oh. Have, you, have any of you guys seen Super Sons yet? Yeah, I watched it. Okay, so remember when uh, when they go to Gotham and like he's like, "This is Gotham," oh, like yeah. that, that 
that drastic change from like Smallville Metropolis to like Gotham. He's like, this is Gotham. This looks like a shithole. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, to your point, like, yeah, if you go to Gotham, Gotham movies in Gotham should have a completely different feel. They should be like devoid of humor, but. They should have a different feel than Metropolis. And Metropolis yeah. and Gotham should not be a river across from each other. No, yeah, they should yeah. be. They should be far away. Like, yeah. don't don't make it that cheesy. But the, the, again, so we're talking about like doing the series that kind of sets those stages, mm. and then you do the movies about some of the big events. Like, I would love to see them explore the injustice story. Would you like, like the, to see them do um, a star story? A star story. A star yeah, story well, we, would be fine. We just, like, we just had one. Wait, we did just right, yeah, and Super Suns. Oh, yeah, well, yeah. Star always shows Brainiac. Brainiac. Freaking Brainiac yeah. would be to, amazing. You'd have to do like a Thanos build up for Brainiac. You would have to, yeah. but that's what you use the other stuff for. You uh-huh. use series and then do a few crossover event movies to, to and tie them all together, keep yeah, them like, in the same place. Like Brainiac for Phase One, like yeah. Justice for Phase Two. Yeah, do that slow build up. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Give them, you know, give like you know some breadcrumbs. Give them some low level stories for the series that you know give give you a lot of focus on one, two, three characters. Nothing too heavy. Do a bigger crossover event that just basically tells you, hey, all of this stuff is happening at the same time. Yeah. Like all of this is existing at once. Flash so, is fighting this guy. So Superman's like fighting see, like, this newspapers guy. Newspapers in the background says Flash takes down criminal, but you don't want anything past that. I don't want it to be like. I don't want it to have too much crossover in the series because I think that's going to make it too complicated to maintain Okay, is what I'm saying. So like you give the liberty of like, okay, you can write this story and it doesn't really matter what I'm doing in my series. You can do whatever you want to in your series, in your environment, in your little section of the universe, you can do whatever. And then I'm going to do whatever and they're not going to touch until we go to the movies and we've talked about, you know, what crosses over and, mm-hmm. you know, we kind of bring together and we can pick and choose what events are important enough to bring into the universe as a whole. So I have one thing yeah. I want to add to your, your idea, yeah. which is uh, as opposed to doing the series to lead to a movie, I think you should probably start with a movie and then break out the series from there. Hmm. That, that's not a bad idea at all. Uh, because that, because that would, that way, that way you give, you give a wider audience a reason to watch those series, you know, even, even though they watch the like, first couple episodes and then like half of them fall away, mm-hmm. you know, uh, then, cause then like, and again, we don't have to explain all these origins or whatever. We can just be like, bam, here they are. Yeah. yeah. And then this is what they're doing. And at the end of it, we break out. Yeah. And start with Justice League. Mm-hmm. Like, start with the the core Justice League. Don't get too far off the rails with uh, with everybody. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Martian, Manhunter, Green Lantern, Flash. The core. The core six or whatever. Seven. Seven. Yeah, the core seven seven of Justice League. Put them all in there. They already know each other. Everything's all, like, I mean... I don't want there to be too much conflict between them. I don't want to bog down a story like that. Give me seven Justice League members fighting a world terrorizing thing of some sort. One of the big, like, important major villains, but not like... Atlantis, no. Yeah, not like all of Atlantis, not like a huge global catastrophe. A big, important villain, whoever it may be, 
that's kind of a big deal. Like a Mazo or something. Yeah, yes. Okay. Yes. I was actually thinking Mongol. Mongol. Oh, well, yeah, I didn't, I, yeah, I didn't mention him. But yeah, I was thinking like, like, like Tio. Or redo Zod. I, I wouldn't even be against, you Tio know, Mario and Zod. I think they should or... save Zod. Just pretend like there was already that conflict and they can whip him out later and like do flashbacks with it. That's, yeah. That we yeah. never saw it. That's fine. That That's cool too. Well, it'd be kind of cool. <coughs> just, I'm thinking. So basically you, you want to come into the movies fully established the characters, the heroes are already heroes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Because, okay. because I mean, we, yeah. we should have that. We've got, We've had decades and decades of content on it. We've had movie cinematic universes on it already. Yeah. Like, just, I, I really like that idea, by the way. Start with the big movie, mm-hmm. then branch out, do some, do some series, and then work in. Kind of like they do with Ages of Shield and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, work well, in some. Better than Shield, but yeah. Better you know than, I mean. yeah, yeah. Better than that. Isn't that what DC was already trying to do with Batman v Superman? Was kind of like jump right into the big stuff? Kinda, yeah. So, um, but I don't know, because, like, the direction I was leaning was DC just needs to acknowledge, yeah, Marvel has a 10-year head start on us and just work slow. Yeah. And, like, no, not origin stories. Definitely not origin stories, but just a good movie establishing each character. And say, here's a really good Superman movie. Not an origin story, but let Superman fight somebody that we haven't seen him fight in cinema mm-hmm. before. Oh. Yeah. Same thing with Batman. Let's do something like Arkham Asylum or something instead of yet another Joker chase. Yeah, but, but like, that's what I'm saying is, would make it a good for the, for the series aspect. Yeah. Like, do, like, cause you can do those slower burns on a series right, and put right. a more cohesive story together. So I'll say yeah, for, yeah. your, for so, your series idea, if we have, um, just as a thought, Two, two series I thought of would be a Lois Lane series and a Robin series. So the Lois Lane series is her just doing her reporting stuff. Superman makes an appearance, but you, you always gonna have the problem with the main actor in a series when it comes time for movie asking for more money, you know, yeah, yeah, or yeah. trying to try to pay them the same scale, which is why they never use the same TV actor for the movie. So if we just had them make appearances, but She's doing this whole thing where he's there on occasion. She's telling stories about, like, also including what's going on, what Superman's doing, but kind of, like, doing these stories in Metropolis that also sometimes have Superman in them. Yeah. Robin, same thing. You get this whole action shit with Robin doing stuff where Batman makes appearances. It takes place in Gotham. You know everything that's going on, right? I would actually do a Nightwing instead of Robin and... That way, you know, he knows Batman, but they're not really that connected anymore. I, I think, honestly, I think for Nightwing, you probably have to give a little bit of a lead up mm-hmm. into because Nightwing isn't well, quite as... an animated series, you can kind of bleed that into the first season as like flashbacks. I mean, you you can, and I mean, it's not like Nightwing's a complete unknown, but you got to think about it from the perspective of like the big money makers and the common like movie goer. You know, you want to bring in as much viewership as you can. If you hear they're going to do a Nightwing movie. Yeah. We might get excited, but like randos on the street, aren't going to get excited about that. Cause they have no idea who Nightwing is. And you got, you also have to think about the licensing aspect of it too. Yeah. Robin is a name. That's a licensing name that sells all kinds of toys and underoos and shit. Nightwing does not. Okay, that'll be season two. Yeah, I mean, you <laughs> the can Nightwing bi- Chronicles. Yeah, you can build into you can build into it. You don't even have to wait super long. Like you can have your series of eight episodes. You can have a lot of shit happen in that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the whole point of the of the Robin series, on top of telling the stories of what's going on in, in Metropolis, could be showing the 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 fight, the uh, the division between Robin's ideals and Batman's ideals, leading up to him splitting, like like leaving at the end and becoming Nightwing. 
Yeah. See, you're talking about the Lois Lane one. I actually see that kind of done like She-Hulk, too, you know, where she just kind of interacts with superheroes and other super beings. Clark's just always in the background, but you never see him changing the Superman. Yeah. Yeah. Another good thing about your idea is that you can introduce new characters and build up their, their origins, their stories, their backgrounds through the TV series to push them into the movie. Yeah, just right? kind of establish. Like, imagine if they put David Tennant Purple Man in a movie. Yeah, I mean, I'd, I would watch the ever-loving shit out of that. <laughs> that. That way, that way, you don't have to like you don't have to spend the most of the movie trying to explain this person's origin and all that kind of stuff. It's like, oh yeah, we we've already gotten to that. We've done that already. Yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, it's it's like you're building a house. Uh, I, I, like, got, I got the perfect first villain for your uh, first seed saga of DC. Okay, animal, vegetable, mineral man. Well, I mean, if, if you're gonna bring just animal vegetable the... minimal man, don't you need to bring in metamorpho? <laughs> I, I mean, just, you don't have to. You but don't I'm just saying. To. I just saw the uh, the episode where he had his coming out book, where I guess he he went trans. Yeah. <laughs> so, so or, or the dinosaur half of him went trans, well, or something just, like that. I just laughed like, and let it go. <laughs> so good. So good. Uh, Tell me that wouldn't be an awesome first villain, mm, though. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> Not for the movie. <laughs> if so. you do that in the movie, you might as well just be... You, you're just trying to do disaster artists at that point. Or, or the producers, not the disaster. Oh, the producers. The DC, like, we need to make this movie fail as hard as possible. What want, villain do we use? I still want Brenda Fraser to come back somehow, some way as a robot man. I would... I mean, I... Like... I would like, I know like for contracts and money and all of that stuff, a lot of that is complicated as hell when it comes to putting something like this. You've got to have people that are on board with like, we're a team building a brand. We're not like, we're not, I'm not an independent actor that's trying to make a paycheck. I am, you know, a part of this brand. So they're going to pay me a salary and I'm going to do the appearances that I need to do for that salary. Mm -hmm. Like it's a very different like it, it's not the way entertainment industry works, which is problematic. But, yeah, yeah. but I mean, you can still have that. Like I like Brendan Fraser as Robot Man too. I like Brendan Fraser in general. He's a treasure. He is. Oh, I love Brendan Fraser. But, but, but I mean, you can have all of that. You, you can have stuff hard. weave in and weave out. You can have somebody you gone out of the public eye for whatever and pops in for a movie every oh, now and oh, again. I just think I just broke him. What? Well, yes, Brendan Fraser played Sergeant Slaughter in the first live-action G.I. Joe movie. Oh, I never saw the... Like, I didn't watch any of those. Yeah, Sergeant movies. Slaughter was Brendan Fraser. I didn't, I didn't even know he was in it. Uh, like, He's only in it for a cameo. <laughs> I mean, I, just, I did not watch it. Those things just look like shit, man. Just, <laughs> they were, they were. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, but whenever I see it's like, and blah, 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 movie starring Marlon Wayans, like, next. <laughs> 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 but, so... Uh, were you were you good? Or you, yeah, no, no, no. no. So, so my idea. Did you have an idea, Comey? Or I mean, nothing specific. I could have. I, I could spitball a bunch of shit. I just want Lobo in there. Oh. Like, as long as they get Jason Momoa's Lobo, I. I will he be is happy. a better fit for Lobo than he is for uh, Aquaman. For Aquaman, the, the um, he can be Blue. both. He, he it's should. imaginary. It's all pretend. <laughs> he can be both. Yeah. As long as they don't have to fight each other with the miracles of CGI and deepfake technology. <laughs> Hell, with deepfake technology, it can be any actor at all. Like, yeah. 
Like maybe that's the way to do it instead of instead of Wouldn't like. Would it be wrong if you saying I want to see Bill Murray play the Joker in the new series? Ooh. No, not at all. I That'd think that, okay, so maybe we, that's what we need. We need the Joker like sexually harassing women all the time. That sounds fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe well, that. You ever seen it with Harley? Uh, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, he's, he's not like rubbing her shoulders stuff like that. But like I'm the Joker showing them titties. Like, uh... <laughs> what well, I'm saying that maybe that's the the trick that's... around the whole license the the whole. Uh, um, contract thing the actor contract shit yeah. like instead license their likeness like just uh, license yeah. like just you know license the likeness and deep fake whole thing i'm okay with that cg's nuts i i, 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 I don't want to push the whole deep faking thing any further <laughs> like like that, that technology is really we, we it, need to like squash that as the, much as we can the, the box is open the can of worms is open Dude, it's the ghost and machine. if you haven't watched um uh, sassy justice, you don't understand what good deep fake can do for us. I've never seen sassy justice. What have y'all not heard of sassy I've justice? No, no, no. Oh, God. All right, there, folks. That was our moms think we're funny. Let's uh, let's give them a hand.